Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He always got straight A's, but his report card said he talked too much. This is The Roy Green Show. came here today to ask you to also look into the policies that religious charitable organizations have in our legislation so that it can also be changed because maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to look uh, we, we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind because uh, yeah. it's more inclusive. There we go, exactly. <laughs> yes, thank you. We can all learn from each other. <laughs> um. I don't know. When I listen back to it, he's not joking. It was not a bad joke. Well, it was a bad joke if it was a joke, but it wasn't. He actually meant that. And the first thing I thought of was Neil Armstrong on the moon. And, of course, other people have, lots of people have had that same thought. One small step for a person, a giant leap for people kind. Okay. The beauties. Michelle Simpson, former liberal member of parliament, who had to sit beside Justin Trudeau day after day after day after tortuous day (laughs) (laughs) during question period day after. Who had nicer hair? Well, he had great hair. (laughs) (laughs) It's at Michelle Simpson on, on Twitter. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Roy. I didn't mean to do that. I just sometimes can't stop myself. <laughs> Linda Leatherdale, former money editor of the Toronto Sun, vice president of Cambria, Canada, at Linda Leatherdale on Twitter. People kind. Did you use that in your columns? Well, why don't we just call it womankind because girls rule? No. No, no, you can't do that because then it's just going to be W-O-O because you can't have the man. <laughs> Right? I mean, did you ever did you did that ever did it ever occur to you that humankind or mankind was wrong? No, never. Quite honestly, no. Roy. No. Um, I'm going to say we're just getting way too sensitive. But. Yeah, well, somebody is. I don't know about all of us. Catherine Swift has been muttering about people kind for years. Oh yeah, every second word. I know. It's just uh, it's, it's it's so funny. I'm someone that throughout my entire career, life, etc., has advocated for equal rights for women. If you, you don't even want to call yourself a feminist because you don't know what that means anymore. But I'd say I was a feminist in it, because that's my definition of a feminist: is somebody that just believes things should be equal and and leave it there. But perversion of language like this. When I was head of CFIB, I was called chairman. Didn't bug me. I remember, I remember saying to you, yeah, when was, you were first chairman, chairman. When, I, when you were first chairman, I said, hey, Catherine, are you yeah. okay with that? You said, call me chair thingy. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, it, it, to me, it's, it's substance that matters. And, and language, especially something like mankind, I mean, good grief. You know, that, that's one of the most innocuous uses. Anyway, it's, it's, uh, and these days our language is getting so perverted by 
all manner of silliness. I mean, I didn't realize it, but I'm I'm psi. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, oh, I do, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. I, I kept reading that and thinking, what is that? So I Googled it. I, I'm, I'm a psi human or whatever the heck you call it mm-hmm. because I'm a straight female. I, I, <laughs> you can't even keep up with the words that are being created these days. And it doesn't, it, I don't mean any disrespect to anyone, but come on. I, I don't get it. Okay, right. so then we have we have that. And uh, by the way, Michelle, when he had, I don't, I don't, can I, may I ask, did he say things like, like that in general conversation, Justin Trudeau? No. Is it okay for me to ask? But when he was left, when he's been left to his own devices as prime minister, it gets silly Mm -hmm. at times. Mm -hmm. If he's scripted. He doesn't sound bad, mm-hmm. but, you know, mankind is an expression we've had forever. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone's offended, but I agree with Catherine. People kind? It's not, it, it, doesn't, oh. it doesn't even make any sense. sense. But then we had um, his friend and advisor, the former head of the World Wrestling Federation, <laughs> <laughs> well, WWF. <laughs> Gerald yeah. Butts, yeah. who uh, who by the way who who blocked lines. who blocked my colleague Alex Pearson from uh, his Twitter account. Anyway, so Mr. Butts takes exception to the fact that people are having fun at the prime minister's expense and starts to label people who are some people who are challenging people kind as Nazis. This is getting really out is of hand. Is that what he called them? Nazis. Yeah. It's getting out of and hand. He, yeah, it's it, really it, getting out of hand. The tweet basically said that people that were criticizing Trudeau for people kind were, were Nazis. Like yeah. that. He had it all oh, right. He had it all right. But this if you is... look at his tweets, he's he is this snide, self-satisfied, unctuous. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you, every Canadian should follow. It's at GM Butts, B-U-T-T-S. Everyone should follow him because that'll give you a bit of a handle on what's in charge of this country right now. And Gerald and Butts is the advisor happy. to uh, Mr. Trudeau, as he was to Dalton McGuinty when he was Premier yeah, of Ontario. Ontario. Now, now, Michelle, you you started to have a visceral reaction to uh, to um, Butts using the Nazi term. I'd, I'd like to hear your thoughts. It's outrageous. Totally outrageous, and it's out of proportion to anything people have been saying about the people kind. I haven't read anything except that people, you know, uh, there was tweets about how stupid it was, that expression. But to label someone that says they think it's kind of dumb as a Nazi goes beyond all proportion. Yeah, have a look at his tweets and you'll get to, you'll get the uh, you'll get the idea of where it's I what try it's about. not to, but I'm oh, going okay. to no, from now on. You should because this is somebody that's holding a lot of sway over our country. Mm-hmm. Everyone should have a look at those tweets. They're appalling. Yeah. So, on to another issue here and we'll move to uh, our great friend and former money editor, 
Once a money editor, you're always a money editor. <laughs> At least that's what your husband says, Linda. <laughs> I uh, take care of the money. <laughs> so we have the Alberta and British Columbia square off. And I spoke earlier with two of my chorus colleagues, um, John McComb from CKNW in Vancouver, Ryan Jesperson from 630 Chet in Edmonton. And they'd had a simulcast broadcast with British Columbia and Alberta listeners speaking to each other and to the two hosts about this, about this exchange between uh, BC and Alberta. And I, I see, you know, the more I think about it, the more I listen to John and to Ryan, and we've heard callers and I read emails. I mean, this is so political, and 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 yet it 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 points to an issue. And Tom Caldwell brought this up in the last half hour, the chairman of Caldwell Securities. We're going to have to start asking ourselves: Do we have a country? <laughs> do we have a country? Do we understand that? That, uh, that using natural resources to the benefit all, of all Canadians is a blessing, not a curse. And we have to stop allowing other countries and, and other organizations like American environmental groups to hijack the, uh, the agenda in this country. So I'm going on too long here. Linda, what do you make of this? Well, you know what? I, I listen to, and I love Tom Caldwell, by the way, and he makes so much sense. You know, we shouldn't be riding the coattails of the United States. We should be looking at opportunities everywhere. But let's go back. We are one of the best nations in this world. Natural resources. And I remember people say, oh, you're hewers of water and oil, and this is terrible. No, this is great. And guess what? We should be proud of this. But here's what really disgusts me. To now have a trade war, we're not going to import BC wine into Alberta because we're fighting over this. We look like idiots on the world stage when you bring it down to that level. Come on, guys. You know, Roy, you lived in Quebec. And in fact, I just talked to somebody whose parents moved out of Quebec when they wanted to separate way back when. We have one of the best nations in the world. Let's work together. We have natural resources that can vault us to one of the best countries in the world. So why are we playing these silly games? Well, we have poor people in this country. We have people who are disadvantaged in so many ways. We have a prime minister who says veterans want more money than oh. they can afford at the moment. You have so much potential financial gain by using the natural resources that this country is blessed with. Yes. Get on with it. Get the money to the people who require it. Now, Catherine, you were the you were the chair thingy of uh, chair thingy, right? Of the <laughs> CFIB. You know about the uh, you know about the national uh, push and shove and and sort of elbowing for power and influence. What do you make of what's going on? Well, well, I don't think it's that complicated, really. We have a, a very weak federal government who has really not, not had a tough decision to make up until now. This is probably the toughest decision they've had to make, and they're wimping out so far. I mean, maybe it'll change, but uh, I don't think it looks promising. Um, we have the, the very powerful, and I was listening to some of your earlier show there, Roy, and someone, I, I can't remember who it was, that said, you know, it's not really B.C. here, it's, it's, uh, it's Vancouver. You have, you know, that was a listener's email. It is yeah. very NDP, very um, supporting all of these, a lot of them foreign, um, you know, very extreme environmentalists who, who, let's not fool ourselves, they want no pipelines nowhere ever, ever. And, and Rachel Notley talking about 
and, and Trudeau talking about social license. Oh, we're going to impose all these taxes because that'll give us the social license to get these pipelines approved. Well, these are, these are interesting times because these groups never wanted pipelines under any circumstances. And it's going to put the lie to a lot of what Trudeau and Notley have been saying for quite some time. And the stakes are high. Notley knows she's fighting an election in not too, not too more, much more than a year. She's got a very vocal opponent and, and, and powerful opponent in Jason Kenney. And boy, uh, this, is, this, is big, this is big stuff. But the bottom line is, it's federal jurisdiction. The federal government has to grow a pair and do the right thing here and stand up for the country and for federal jurisdiction on this matter. They've approved the pipeline. Get it built. Okay, I have to take a break. Here's an email from John. Hey, Roy, should we start fixing people's names, too, in order to please Mr. Trudeau? Didn't write Mr. Trudeau. Benny Goodman would become Benny Good People. And Goldman Sachs would be Gold People Sachs. Anything to make him happy, says John. We'll take a break, and we'll come back with Michelle and Linda and Catherine. Beauties and the Beast on the Chorus Radio Network. He doesn't like bullies, and he'll call them out. This, this is the Roy Green Show. So I, I don't often do this. I told a joke uh, about an hour ago, and I've got so many emails from people saying, writing, you don't say it, Roy, on email, you write it. Writing, would you just repeat that joke? I I liked it, but I can't remember how it goes. I don't want to do this, Michelle, Linda, and Catherine, but it'll only take 10 seconds. And we were talking about, I don't know how we got to this, but it had to do with um, when you leave this planet. And uh, the joke was... I think it was Will Rogers who introduced, who was the first to tell the joke back in, I don't know, God knows when. But it was, when I go, I'm going to go peacefully in my sleep, like my grandfather, not like the passengers in his car. Oh. What oh? What oh? It's a good joke. I want to go peacefully in my sleep, not like the pa- not like the screaming passengers in his car. <laughs> well, All right, boy, you guys would be you guys would be you would be fabulous at a comedy club, <laughs> or maybe it's me. Unlike Trudeau. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen. Aren't funny. Listen, fifty nine thousand three hundred part time jobs cut in January in Ontario the same month that the minimum wage went up to fourteen dollars. Do you see a connection? Well, I've been hearing, Roy, from so many businesses because of my small business uh, past about them scrambling to figure out their next business model with this massive increase. And by the way, um, it's, it, minimum wage got the headlines. There's a lot of other deadly stuff in that legislation. For example, one, one business owner brought to my attention um, that you're now required to give part-time staff exactly the same statutory holidays as you give full-time. He has a restaurant. He was talking about how over the Christmas period, he might have somebody working for four days, and because of 
uh, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and uh, New Year's Day, all stats, he would have to give that person, maybe pay them for, the, the, they'd be working for four days, he'd have to pay them for three stats, too. Can you imagine how ridiculous that is? Well, the only thing I think of is people sometimes forget or politicians forget who put the money up in the first place, who saved and who sacrificed and who yeah. built the business in the first right. place. And, and who pays for the politicians' salaries, by the way? Oh, yeah. It's I, not themselves. No, but they're the ones who, they're the ones who set the salaries for yeah. themselves. Yeah, they are. And set the pension plan. You're not eligible for the, for the MP pension plan, are you, Michelle? No, and it, it, the MPPs don't have a pension plan. Mike Harris did away with yeah, that. Yeah, Harris did away with that. Yeah. In Ontario, in other provinces, they do. Plated MPs have gold-plated everything and perks until the day they die. It's really awful, isn't it, when you think about what is available to a member of parliament in the way of pension in the way of travel opportunities, in the way of just enjoying life. It's not an easy job. I'm not suggesting that it is. But, but the, the, the remuneration is set by the employee, which is a really unique situation. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's disturbing when, again, you have a PM, Linda, who says, while he's going to benefit from a fantastic pension plan, plus his, uh, his, his, his own personal fortune, but they just don't have enough money that, you know, MP, uh, veterans are asking for more money right now than is available. Oh, Roy, my heart bleeds. You know, yeah. I just got a call from a friend who I work with on another area, but he is a veteran. He is a wonderful guy, and he just called me to tell me that he's going to have to take a break. He has to go into some kind of home to deal with the mental anxieties that he's going. And this is fallout from him serving and helping us with democracy. And I went, oh my goodness, I had no idea. And for Justin Trudeau to stand up and say, well, you're just asking for too much. That is the worst. I, I can't even tell you how awful I feel. And also, Roy, just want to say something. You talk about death and everything. I just want to do well, try not a to. little shout out for Jeff Olimer, a friend of mine I went to public school, high school with in Aurelia. He was a loyal listener of your show. He called in a number of times. And no, he was not a veteran, but he just passed away. And I just want to do a shout out yeah, to Jeff. Yeah, thank you. Because I remembered it would always say on my screen, Jeff from Aurelia. Yes. And he would always somehow bring his friend Linda Levadale into the conversation. <laughs> and, you know, way too young. I yeah. mean, well, can I, can I add age, something that I thought and was we have, the best? And we have 20 seconds. They're okay, all yours. Yeah, that's all it'll take. I saw a great little uh, thing on Twitter this week. It was the background was a tax form, and written on it in felt pen was, you're asking for more than I can give. Good. Oh, to the government. Perfect. Uh, and yes. let's, not rem let's not forget what Ms. Leatherdale said last weekend, which was so bang on. Income tax should be set at a level that we can afford. We can afford. Exactly. So true. So well said. Yeah. Beauties, thank you so much, and we'll uh, connect with you again Au prochain, next Saturday. Before we do it, yeah. Toodaloo.